You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girl Meets World After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girl Meets World After Show. Hello, After Buzzers. We're here during another Disney Girl Meets World After Show, Season 1, Episode 6, Girl Meets Popular. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, Lee Epstein. Hey, Kristen. How was your break? It was good. I had a very funny uh, thing happen yesterday related to our show. Oh. Was that someone said, I met these kids yesterday, a bunch of kids, high school kids, and they said that, um, that Michael Jacobs' son was their camp counselor at one point. Wow. And that, and that I look like him, and I reminded him, I reminded them of him. Which is funny, because Michael had told us a story about him, about Josh. Yes. About, I, you remember, you had mm-hmm. mentioned the story, and then Michael told us more of the story when he was first here, and uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. I think it's because my hair is curly or something. I don't know. Probably. You guys do, like, have a similar look, though. I remember he came in studio with Michael whenever they yeah, first I came. Had, I think that was his brother, but either Maybe. way. Oh, yeah, that was his brother. Right? Yeah. They, they all look so similar. And you know what? They're all like Michael, and they've got that kind of like rabbi uh, <laughs> philosophy of life. Yes. And they're, I'm sure they're the best camp counselors. But yes. uh, So let's talk about this episode, Girl Meets Popular. So Riley wants to be a party girl. And she's um, obsessed with, you know, getting invited to this popular party. And this reminds me of the episode where Corey and Sean, um, there's this girl giving out, you know, party invitations on Boy Meets World. And, of course, Corey doesn't get one. I, I knew, think that's see, what I happens. I knew you were going to go here. Yeah. And um, I want to tell you, if you didn't see it, and, and our viewers and our listeners, that um, a writer named Emily Orley uh-huh. on BuzzFeed, O-R... L-E-Y, Emily Orley on BuzzFeed, did a whole piece, um, and which it's really great, basically kind of showing the comparisons between this episode and the, the boy episode that's about the dance, and there's all these similarities, and um, it, I think it's, um, it's it, but anyway, it goes through all of this, so if you look up um, this episode on BuzzFeed and Emily Orley, you can see her whole um, kind of side-by-side, and it's a visual thing, it's really great, it's like the girl clips and the boy clips, you know, like little memes. Oh, and little, awesome, it's I'll really have to great. look it up. Yeah. I was just rethinking about it in my head, and there's an episode where Corey gets invited somewhere and Sean doesn't, and Sean gets invited somewhere, but Corey doesn't. And I'm thinking about the one where Corey does get invited, but Sean doesn't. doesn't. But it turns out to be a geek party, a geek party, just like this one. Yeah, it was like bizarrely similar, almost to that. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of parallels, not not accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course not. I, they're definitely winking at us. Yeah, our, for sure. The Boy Meets World fans. They're feeding the. The crazed fans like you. And I was fulfilled this episode. There you go. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Sabrina's like, I love you, but you're a lot of work to Riley because she is doing her party girl dance already. They haven't even gotten the invitations. And why was Riley so excited to tell her dad that she got invited to this party? Yeah, well, that kind of, I think part of that is this kind of funny relationship that 
that Corey has with her. You know, right. like he's the he's the parent, but he's kind of also he's got the parent and the teacher and the kind of friendly kitty thing going on. I mean. Mm-hmm. I think it's all kind of part of that. Yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked that relationship, the way it played out this episode particularly, and how, you know, they knew what each other was going to say. Like, of course you can't go, but Maya's not going, so yes, you can go. And then I like how Maya's sort of helping Corey raise Well, yeah, how he just turns Riley. to her and says, all right, you know, can you help me out, Maya? He kind of <laughs> turns to her like they're this team. Yeah, and it all started when he got her that cell phone a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, you're going to be the spy for me. So they do have that a different relationship than he has with Riley. The yeah, Sabrina sure. relationship with Corey. And I, I really like that. Um, and then, of course, we, we get that those the two guys are actually like two geeks on top of each other oh, trying yeah. to be that cool party guy, which I didn't see. I think they had to have used like a real guy in the beginning and then in the end used the two kids, right? Because I just... It did not. Yeah, I don't know. It did not look at all like uh, totem pole. If you will. yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know how they did it. Um, but those kids are very funny. I mean, yeah. I like having these, these guest star kids. There's some really yeah. good funny kid actors in this show. No, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And then Maya's display for affection towards Farkle. I just I love them together. I love that they're kind of teasing that relationship. How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, every you love yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I want them together. They're just I'm right. Tell, I'm telling you, gay best friend. I'm telling you, but I don't know. Really? I don't know. Really? But, but uh, maybe. I don't know. But I, I do like that they have this back and forth thing. I, I, I mean, it is a really, it is a funny dynamic. And it is mm-hmm. funny, like, to see, um, yeah, I like their thing. Um, I should say, speaking of the, the guest actors on this show, I mean, the kids were great and, mm-hmm. and adorable and funny, but there's some major, major guest stars in this episode, right? There was uh, Cloris right. Leachman. From Mary Tyler Moore Show? From, like, everything. I think she actually, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, has more Primetime Emmy Awards really? than any other person. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, did she's, not know that. At least in terms of actors. And then, um, and Willie Garson, you know, from mm-hmm. Sex and the City and... It's pretty. They got some pretty big name, awesome uh, guest stars on here. So no, I'm excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, I th- I thought they did amazing. They brought like a new element to the show that we haven't seen. And then of yeah. course we get the new the geek party, which was just amazing. And I loved the story with um, who was the king. His name was like... Oh, D- Damocles. Yeah, Damocles. He, he really wanted to be king, and then he finally gets an invitation to hang with the royal party, and he notices there's a sword above his head. And I like that line that, um, m- what is that, Maya throws out there, and she's like, being what other people want you to be is just like a sword hanging over mm-hmm. your head. Well, something about the writing of this show is that sometimes if you, like, this actually happened to me in this episode, mm-hmm. I wasn't totally locked in in the beginning, and they'll do a lot of things where kind of themes keep coming back, and, you yeah. know, lines keep coming back, so later I was like, wait a second, what's the story with Damocles again? You know, and to, to rewatch that, but the, right. it's really great, I like actually how they do that, as long as you are focused, and you're, you know, you're in touch with the writing, there there really are these, um, I guess you could say motifs, or these things that come back within the episode a few mm-hmm. times, and they tie in, you know, here's I, like a classic I think that's thing. what great writing is, because then, like, yeah. we get to the party and of course they have um what is the star wars swords they come down and with the lightsabers right and they're like it's just it, again it loops around the story that yeah. they talked about twice already and it's just great that's the comic they write the comedy it's not like they're just telling jokes you know they set up the comedy scenes before that and yeah, then you sure. get the laugh later a few times yeah no i think it's also that whole line you know the whole storyline of um of her going to the geek party and figuring out who she is. It's mm-hmm. a very normal thing for a lot of people. It's like, you know, to figure out who you are and to where do you fit in. And, like, that. I like the part where after she kind of 
says, okay, well, I'm not really a geek. Like, these aren't really my people. I'm not really being myself. But she, excuse me, she says um, to Farkle and to the other kids, but I like you guys. You guys are cool. And they yeah. said, well, no one ever said that to us. And we think you're cool, too. That, like, you know, that she that you have to experiment, certainly in middle school mm-hmm. and high school and beyond, you know, with figuring out where your place is and who your people are. Try out all the different lunch tables. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, at your high school, it sounds like there were very few lunch tables. But at mine, there were, like, hundreds. So I, But, yeah, I mean, it was, um, yeah, that, I like that. It's a very that to me is a very realistic thing of people figuring out where they do fit in and the exploration of self, really. Yeah, and that it's not. Yeah, you know, she was being I don't know fake and not genuine, mm-hmm. but uh, she had to figure that out the hard way, you know, by doing it and trying it and feeling out where her spot was and and actually that in the end, okay, so that wasn't her spot, but she mm-hmm. was able to have a kind of newfound relationship with those geeky guys, which I liked. I love the part where Topanga walks in, you know, and we'll talk about her storyline in a moment, but she is her old self, right? And they both look at each other, and she's like this spiritual hippie guru that we saw in Boy Meets World that we loved, and that's how we fell in love with her, too, not just Corey. And Corey, right. And then we get opposite of her, Riley, in, like, this nerdy attire, and they're like, what is this? What is this? And um, Topanga's like, this is who I am inside. It's the part of me that your father fell in love with a long time ago, and it might be the best part of me. And then she's like, is this the best part of you? And um, <laughs> Riley's like, I'm extremely popular among five people. And she's like, what about, are you one of them? Which I think is so important. And I just, I that's why I love this show. I love these lines. It really makes you think about these yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. And how great would it be if we actually had, we have like Halloween where we dress up like someone we want to be. But what if we had a day that was like a reflection day where like you dressed up as who you are in the inside? I think that would be so cool. And yeah. really really help us all in a sense of awareness about, like, who like we are. costume therapy of some costume sort. Costume yeah. therapy. <laughs> you heard yeah. it first. After Buzz right TV here. exclusive. <laughs> Dr. Kristen Snyder. Folks, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah, I have a, a few philosophies myself, but um, <laughs> next week we're going to be in costume of our real selves yeah, or who right. we are in the inside. I think we should I'll totally do that. I'll be wearing a pink that. tank top. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> I will be a nature's child, probably with a lot of leaves and ferns. <laughs> It was very cool to see them in the old, in the old, and I remember we talked about this, you know, when Michael was here on our first episode, Mm -hmm. like, when are we going to see the old characters come back? So. How great was that when she was talking to herself in the mirror and then Corey came around? I really don't know how they did that. I guess green screen and then implementing uh, parts of the old show that they could manipulate. Maybe. Well, I mean, the, the thing is that it seems like it's easier to make her look like young Topanga than it is to make him look like young Corey. (laughs) Um, How great did she look? Amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. With the crimped hair and that dress. And then it comes to her about doing, you know, and one of the things that Emily Orley in this BuzzFeed article talks about mm-hmm. is, the, is the Mr. Feeney connection about not just doing well, but doing good. Doing you know, doing good. good for the world and, um, you know, doing mm-hmm. the right thing and contributing. Mm-hmm. And um, Let's go ahead yeah. and talk about um, her and Augie and Mrs. Forsky and those amazing muffins. Now, I love the Augie and Mrs. Forsky Always. relationship. I mean, I'm telling you, man, this kid is the best thing of every episode. <laughs> it's not Ukraine. Um, it's it's my crane. And then in the end, of course, it changes. It's not. Our crane. And he's like, I don't get it or something. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so funny. He's so funny, this kid. Uh, yeah, we have to have him on. And then um, Myers, Maya's master plan 
the Harazuko, actually the authentic Japanese girls, whatever. Helps. I was so glad they started to explain. I'm googling yeah, like crazy. I'm like, like what, what the heck is this? What yeah, are you talking about. But yeah, they explained it, made sense, it worked, made Riley really reflect on who she was, and uh, you know, we get that that fun Farkle Maya wrestling of you know who Riley really is. And you know, I think other people who can have an influence on you. Like, if you are nerdy, I don't see, you know, I see them also being a part of Riley's life from now on. Yes, You know, yes. she's not going to dress up and pretend like someone she's not, but... Yeah, that, mul- that you can be multifaceted yeah. and have different groups of people influencing you in different parts of your... Yeah, I think that's much more... I think that's actually a kind of nuanced, accurate mm-hmm. view of, you know, a lot of people besides just, like, you're either just the cool kid yeah. or just the nerdy kid. You know, people have different sides. and You can have uh, days where you wear your glasses. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think, you know, you talk about the um, the whole storyline with... Topanga. Topanga mm-hmm. and, and the, the bakery owner played right. by Cloris Leachman. I mean, she's so... First of all, it's such a, f- a fun character, but also, mm-hmm. and some really funny lines she has. You know, when she sings this song, it's very sad, but it's like, it's pretty dark and I think very funny adult writing. Line for people, bread, and that was the only bread. I mean, it's like serious. It's, I don't mean to, it, but they did a really, yeah. it's a pretty adult, you know, humor there. I thought that mm-hmm. was a very funny, kind of dark joke there. And, um, and I just love the interaction with, you know, with Augie, like I said, but also the, Topanga is, is really struggling. And that was another pretty, I mean, yeah. obviously it's, it's Willie Garson is very character acting. It's very, you know, funny and played up. But I've unfortunately had some, like, negative lawyer experiences, even though my mom is a wonderful, <laughs> lovely lawyer. And, but, like, you know, yeah. that, that kind of, like, lawyers just doing things to make money and... Being on the wrong side on the of the wrong case. Side. And, that's, and that's a real... That's a real thing. I remember, actually, again, Michael talking about that with us as a, mm-hmm. as a memorable episode for him that we see Topanga... Struggling. You know, struggling. And mm-hmm. it's nice to see her struggle as an adult, too, because, you know, that's it's not something you just get over when you're younger. Like, you're always going to have these struggles, yeah. even when you get older, to try to remind yourself, you know, who am I? And, Probably all the more so when you get older. Right. And and I'm am I letting go of that, you know, in my career life, whatever it is. In this in this situation, Topanga was on the, found herself on the wrong side of the case at her law firm. Her law firm was trying to push Mrs. Forsky's bakery out to... Right get in this new frozen yogurt place that would pay three times the rent. And then that's when, you know, Topanga's younger soul shows up and helps her explain to, um, you know, her law firm that, you know, this is a nice place to have culture. People come in here and talk. It's a nice reflection of that culture. And, yes, Corey supports her and brings the checkbook, and they decide to do good, which was amazing. Yeah, and there's some, and Augie says something about, like, his weird mom, something about his, his, something about his weird version of his mom that's so funny. I just he's, love that they dressed him up too, and he's kind of her sidekick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's always yeah, but her he's, sidekick. I feel like he's kind of like dragged into it, like, wait, like, how did I become the sidekick in this? Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's, but, it's, it is nice how that works out, though. And I love, honestly, those places where it's a reflection of actual culture, because you see the chains all around, but then, honestly, when I moved to California, the best part is all these small restaurants that, you know, have been family-owned for years, and they survive in, mm. in California, and it's like this. It's like a true reflection of whatever that culture is, and I really love that about California, mm. because it's not just a bunch of chain restaurants, yes, right. and it's nice that people support those, and it's nice that we're opening our eyes to that also in the show and making us be aware of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, a lot of places, even in California, in a lot of places, there is this kind of Main Street USA everywhere yeah. you go being the same. And it is refreshing when you go to places that have, I agree, unique small places that have history and 
um, yeah. So to wrap up this episode, we kind of get Riley and Miley, Maya in the uh, the I think it's the bakery, and Riley says, "You know, the best thing about being yourself is you're always popular with your best friend." And I I just thought that was so mm-hmm. sweet, and that made my heart warm. And I was like, "This feels like a Boy Meets World episode." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's true though. You know, when you're the best version and truest version of yourself, the people who matter most to you appreciate that and want exactly. you know they want that for you and that's really what matters more than this kind of numbers popularity contest of right i'm like you know i'm the queen or the princess or whatever in a sea of five people you yeah. know she comments on it's not just about being a numbers game popular it's about you know people appreciating you for being your best self and the people that really matter to you exactly exactly so mm-hmm. where do you think you have any predictions i know in a moment we're gonna we're going to uh, also film the next and episode now, you're after buzz <laughs> Oh, I think that's a new voiceover. It uh, could be. They, they change it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they they remix the lights as well. Colors yeah. are always different. We keep it fresh here at AfterBuzz. Abs- yeah. Well, I definitely <laughs> noticed that voiceover. Yeah. Um, well, did you get zapped by the lights? Do you have a prediction? I did get zapped. I have some predictions. I feel like we're going to continue to explore the Maya Farkle relationship. Um, I think there's hopefully going to be more of a chance to explore if there would be any chemistry between them because at this point she's still like, no, and he's like, you love me, and she's still pushing him away. But, you know, there might be uh, an episode where Maya is surprised by her feelings for Farkle or she, you know, likes something that she doesn't know is actually his. I don't know. I'm, like, waiting for that. I feel like they're building us up to that. All right. You can keep hoping. Sure. (laughs) I don't know. I think I think we're going to continue seeing more, um, you know, Topanga storylines mm-hmm. and Corey storylines, so. which I like. You know, yeah, like again, you know, we were talking about how they kind of had to establish that this is Girl Meets World and what is this new world and who are these new actors and new characters of the kids. Um, and now going back to more of the adult characters who we grew up with on Boy Meets World and being able to see them um, in new storylines, which I like. I mean, I like the, I all the interplay. Great. Yeah, because what made this story stronger, I think, was the parallel with Topanga's story and Riley's. It just, like, really pushed it into us and, like, made yeah. us reflect on both stories and how they were similar. So hopefully we'll see more. Yeah, where can we find you on Twitter, Lee? You can find me on Twitter. I don't know what camera. I'm going to guess we're here. Yeah. I don't know, sure. <laughs> you can find me uh, at Lee M. Epstein. Lee M. Epstein. And thanks for your tweets. I've been getting a bunch, and you have too, so yes. keep them coming, Thank please. Thank you, guys. Keep them coming, and we will let you know a solid time of when you can catch us each week. It's hard because it's on a Friday night, and we're trying to book guests to come in and break in the episode with us, so it's difficult right now, but we will get a solid time to you soon. Thanks, and tune in next week. You can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.